I just want a Picasso in my casa. No, my castle. I'm a hassa. No, I'm a. I wish you saw the bigger picture. If I make it, I come back to get you. It's clear as day, but you don't see the vision. I wish you saw the bigger picture. What we got deserves some patience. Cause this ain't no finger pain. I wish you saw the big. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice, that's why. All my life, I've been grinding all my life. Look, all my. Domino, motherfucker, what's happening? Alright, so back at it again for another one. This is Connecticut's most controversial podcast. This is the Domino Effect. And as always, I go by the name of Domino. And, you know, I'm in here. I'm not without a guest, as always. Now, um, past few episodes I've been doing have been centered around the late great Nipsey Hustle. So I see I deem it uh what's the word I'm looking for? I deem it for because of his uh, contribution to society, something I need to keep going. And, you know, just happen to talk to interesting people that have a connection to Nipsey Hussle. So the guest I got in the building today is a uh, artist from the A60 area. He's uh, done artwork for a lot of famous people. I know he's he's been doing some work for uh, football players and recently came to fame with his uh, Nipsey Hussle mural that he did in uh, a skate park in Hartford, Connecticut. So right now in the building, we have Corey Payne. Corey, hey, what's up, man? How you How's doing, it going? Man? I'm all right. I can't complain. Uh, how, how are you doing? You've had <laughs> a, a, a crazy uh, weekend. Yeah, it's been crazy. Crazy this few whole, weeks? Yeah, definitely the last few weeks. Yeah, man. So let's just jump right into it. So uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever the fuck you get your podcast, we are there, Domino Effect Podcast at gmail.com for any of your comments, questions, or concerns. If you want your question answered in the what segment, you can reach me there. That's Domino Effect Podcast at gmail.com. I promise I'm going to get to some questions sooner than later. All right. So let's just start from, I guess this, well, matter of fact, let's start from the beginning. Let's get to know Corey. I, w- I want to get to know Corey. So where are you from, Corey? So I'm uh, I'm I'm living in West Hartford right now. I grew up mm. in Weathersfield though in Connecticut. Living so Weathersfield, okay. Yeah, that's my home. All right. So born in Weathersfield, grew up in Hartford. How was it growing up in Hartford? I mean, it's it's cool. Like, um, I mean, being in Connecticut, like Connecticut's a small place, you know. So like, it's I, I like to, I'm, I like to travel a lot. I definitely like consider myself a traveler, you know. Mm. Um, so I like to go out and just experience new things, meet all different types of people, and then be able to come back to Connecticut as a spot to mm. like call my home is kind of cool. Are you kind of like a hippie? I guess so, a little like, bit. Like hippie vibes? <laughs> yeah. Like, because I look at you as kind of like a free, you you look like a free spirit, just like, you know. Yeah, I like to just go be with the free flow. and flow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't like to be tied down to any certain thing, so. Right. So growing up at Hartford, you didn't, you know, get into any trouble or anything like that because Hartford's not the best place in the world, you know, to raise a... A child or a human? Yep. No, definitely. Yeah, Hartford's a crazy place. It's a tough place. <laughs> so now, when did you find art, or when did art find you? At what age? I mean, I've always like pretty much my whole life. I've always done art. Like mm. I, my mom showed me pictures of me drawing when I was like two years old. Oh wow! And I just like I've always been into it, and mm. like I just kind of, I mean, even even when I was going through school and everything, I, I would be into sports and like music and other things, mm. and even if art like kind of got pushed to the back burner, it always like still somehow stayed with me. Mm-hmm. And then in high school, I got like, just it just kind of came back out of nowhere and I got really serious about it. Uh-huh. And I think of a lot of it was from music because I had a lot of friends that were in like different bands and things and looking for artwork for covers and whatever. Mm. So that just got, that got me excited about it. And then I would do it. And then I just realized that's 
all, that's the only thing I want to do, and that's what I love. So hmm. I okay. just kept it going. So you tried sports and music and different activities, but art was just always like the mainstay that you always came back to. Yeah, so and I still really ever worked out. Yeah, I still love other things. Like hmm. I still play music. I'm in a band. Um, we're called Moon Matrix. Okay. So uh, yeah, I still do that, and it's it's fun to like mix it up and be able to do like especially something like that it's like a different art form you know mm. and kind of just give yourself a break from painting or drawing or whatever so mm. i like to just kind of try a lot of different things now what do you play i play drums play drum okay yeah. cool you seem like a drummer yeah, yeah. okay makes sense <laughs> yeah. so now you said that uh in high school was when you really like got serious and honed in on your skill what was the first piece that you made that made you think like oh i can really like do this as a living or like i'm really good at this i think like so I've, I was always a big like Doors fan mm. and I did this drawing of Jim Morrison just for, for fun, like just to do it. Mm. And then I just, I got really excited about it and I just wanted to keep doing, I don't know, like all different types of whatever, just stuff that got me excited mm. that I would just kind of just try to draw. And like every day I would just come home and just draw all day. Okay. And then one of my friend's bands, uh, my friend Matt, who I grew up with, he had a band called Antitrust. Mm. And then they were looking for an album cover. They just recorded some stuff. So I did the album cover and that was probably like ninth grade. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know, I thought it was really cool being able mm -hmm. to do stuff like that. Just like to listen to music and then kind of get a feel for it and just try to express it through yeah your, yeah that's so that's, that's a crazy it's two things i wish i could do i wish i could sing and i wish i could draw so it's people like you that i really envy that can take something that's in their head and just put it on a canvas or put it on a sheet or just like because i've seen artists like have a thought grab a napkin draw it out and it's the most bugged out shit i've ever seen but it's like nah this is for this them is, it's just like a throwaway yeah, sketch yeah it's yeah, tuesday yeah, yeah. like it's like whatever <laughs> yeah so now did you get paid for that artwork or for the album cover? Yeah. No, I, that was just through friends. I oh, just, just did it. Just like, through a friend. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So what's the first paid piece that you've ever um, did, done? I don't even remember. Like, I probably, like, so I started working at an airbrush shop mm -hmm. in East Hartford. It was called Exclusive Lines. Okay. They're in Hartford now, but uh, I went in there. I was probably, like, 15. I went in with my mom, like, because she was, like, she knew how much I loved art. Mm. And she, we went in there, and she talked to the owner, Rodney, and she was like, hey, like, my son, like, does all this stuff. Like, I don't know, I, I because I, she saw everything that, that they had done before. Mm. And we went in there together and then just kind of talked to him and tried to see if it, there was some kind of way I could do an apprenticeship or something to mm. just, like, learn that stuff. And he saw everything I drew, and it was, he was impressed. And then... I started working there and I met my friend Ice who I painted um, the Nipsey mural with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he came, I called him when I was doing the Nipsey thing and then uh, he came down later and added some words just like the rest in peace Nipsey. Mm -hmm. And uh, I met him out there and he kind of like just took me under his wing and like showed me a lot of stuff with airbrush and then I started, that was a cool way where I was getting paid to like make t-shirts and do all different types of stuff for art. Mm -hmm. And then really it's just like through connections. Like I would just meet so many people mm -hmm. that like uh, I don't know every every everything would like lead to the next thing and I do a lot of free artwork just for friends and mm. whatever but then it all like grows to the next thing and then eventually you start getting paid for it too you know you start getting calls from fucking big companies yeah, and shit. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, now um what's your favorite art style like are you more into the airbrush spray painting thing do you actually like paint with like the pastels and stuff like that is it drawing like what's your um i really like i love painting like so i do a lot of like painting on canvas like mm. like oil or acrylic and then i do a lot of drawings like pen and ink drawings and like really detailed i like mm. anything that's like 
really detailed because I like to kind of just focus in on like uh, the small stuff. Right, and, right. Like, within my paintings and everything i have a lot of like hidden things sometimes or little like kind of easter egg puzzle pieces you have to look for mm -hmm. so i love stuff like that okay. but but i love murals too because it's like it's a whole murals just change the whole space yeah and then just like affect people in a different way mm. when i don't know i feel like people really can like feel it and get affected by it in a different way than like a canvas on the wall or anything you know mm -hmm. Yeah, because like I said, art is is a, is a big thing for me. Like I love art, and for people to do a mural, like I just don't, I don't have the brain capacity to just like look at a wall and be like, hmm, yeah. that'd be dope right there. <laughs> yeah, like and then like to draw it in that bigger spectrum and that you know so perfectly, like the dimensions, the colors, the it's just a lot of different shit that goes Thanks, into that. Man. Yeah. So how do you how do you uh I guess refine that skill or like hone into it do you just keep drawing is it is it studying is it watching other people paint and draw is it like i mean what? i think it's a little bit of everything but i think the most important thing is like definitely just doing it as much as you can mm. and like learning from your mistakes okay because like there's even when i first started like i first started spray painting like i don't even know probably like five or six years ago mm. and when i first started like it was just weird like getting used to the can and so just getting used to the control because yeah. at first like i would be it'd be like dripping and like yeah. different things <laughs> yeah. and like it's just like it gets frustrating at first but you got to just like work through that and learn from your mistakes and be like all right so i don't do this and i'll try it this way mm. and then just kind of keep that balance and keep going okay so now you're working at this uh airbrush shop now what's the first time now what's the first piece that you make that gets you like i guess noticed maybe not on this grand scale as the nipsey thing but like notice like oh this, this dude Corey kind of dope yeah i mean i think if like it first started with a lot of like a lot of my friends bands like i was saying mm. so they would one one of my friends are in a band called West End Blend. Okay. And I did a lot of artwork for them when they were first be, like beginning. And then they went out and they're like touring in bigger spots, like more throughout the country and stuff. So then it leads to other bands seeing them mm. and other people. And then besides that, I did a painting um, of uh, Ocho Cinco, when he, the football player, when yeah, he, yeah. he was uh, he was on the Patriots. And I just did like, I, I just thought he was a cool like character kind of person. So yeah, yeah. I just took a lot of like, all the things that he was doing with like different celebrations or just different like I don't know fun kind of like mm. little antics and stuff he was doing outside the football field or whatever I tried to like take his personality and put it into a painting just as like a joke kind of thing yeah and I just did it for fun and then my brother like he made me a Twitter because I, I don't even like I don't even mess with like yeah. Twitter and Instagram I'm not even that kind of dude yeah but uh he made that and put it up and sent it to him and then he got back within like five minutes and he was just like oh man like that I want to buy that or whatever mm. and then I don't know I thought that was cool and um then Antonio Brown Antonio Brown yeah he saw that and then asked me to paint like him and his son and it was like when he was kind of like first coming into the league yeah. and um I didn't even know who he was <laughs> and like so he reached out and then I did that and then he was like on the in Pittsburgh on the Steelers by the time I did mm. the painting and um so I went out there met him but uh, he just wanted to meet up for dinner and like kind of I don't know like just meet up face to face yeah. and then we did that and just became friends and it's been like eight years now so we've been like cool and just, like, one yeah, like just, how you just cool with Antonio Brown like one of the best football <laughs> yeah. players in the league right it's now like, how, it's how, crazy like to see like what he when I first met him and mm. then like we would be we would go into like a little hibachi restaurant all the time mm. and he had like there was a commercial for like this thing called charlie's it's like a subway kind of sandwich shop out there okay, yeah and he was on the commercial like w after like the first year or two and we would be in there and nobody even know who he was still he'd be like mm. sitting under the tv yeah and like still people didn't know but now it's like he can't even go anywhere he, can't go anywhere. he just like yeah. blew up literally into the best receiver like the league's ever seen it's yeah. crazy now be it that 
you drew this picture of Ocho Cinco. You get the intention, uh, attention of Antonio Brown, but that's not what you were seeking. Do you care about the attention? You just want to draw. No, like and- it's like when I I don't know. A lot of times when I think of stuff, it's just like it's something that comes to me. Like it's like something that I don't know, like touches me. Mm. Like that one was just more of like a funny thing. Like yeah, it was yeah, kind yeah. of between me and my brother yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But like the Nipsey thing is like something that I felt personally about, and mm. it like it touched me. So then. I feel like I'm more passionate about it so it comes out better and then people just notice it from there because mm-hmm. like I feel like something real people can like recognize real you know mm-hmm. so okay. now is that how you started doing like the the shoes the painting of the shoes for the NFL players that so that was through Antonio so yeah that was like I don't know we'd probably already known each other about five six years at that point mm-hmm. and then I was out there a week before the season started and then we were just trying to do something fun like he wanted to do something different for the year and uh, he was like hey why don't you just try to like paint my cleats and just make them cool and we'll just like get the artwork on the field mm. so i was like all right and then i just i just kind of i never really done that before so i just treated it like the same way i would treat a canvas mm. and just painted it and then i did like a pair it was just pretty simple it was just like clouds and different like i think a quote or something on it mm. and then um it just kept leading like to people saw it and were like making a big deal out of it and then mm. it led to every game we did it for the whole season and then oh, he was shit. getting like fined he would uh, get fined like 25 grand for a uh, game <laughs> for, what, then, for having art on his shoes yeah, on his cleats? Then, yeah and then they would like he just kept doing it he's like right, i'll i'll just keep paying it. i don't care and then yeah. it made a big like it's almost like the bad publicity press was like better because then it made it bigger mm. and then i like he let me do whatever i want so i tried to be smart about it and like make things that connected to like where he was playing or like connected to him personally mm. so i did uh he he had just met arnold palmer the golfer mm. and he was from pittsburgh and um he just died like a week before um i don't know like the it was like the third weekend of the season mm. and then we were talking about that and uh he he said like let's do like a tribute thing so we we did like a tribute to him and he wore it on the field and then they mm. couldn't say no like because they before they said they're gonna find you yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. doing that you're gonna take you out of the game but then like i tried to be smart and make it like a way where they by doing the arnold palmer they they look stupid if they say yeah, no yeah yeah yeah. so like we did it and then they couldn't say no and then it's kind of like that's all i like to do stuff with just like almost like force it to happen by changing the rule like breaking the rules you mm. know and just make people have to I don't know. Like you can't say no to that. You gotta, so, you, you gotta conform to me. Yeah, yeah. Kind of so it's like not, not in like a weird kind of way, but like in a way where it, like it, it breaks through and like can cause change. You know. Right. Now, how many interviews have you done within like the past two weeks or so? I don't even, probably like this is probably like the fifth one. Probably the fifth so, one. Yeah. <laughs> now, did you expect the admiration that you got from the Nipsey mural? No, not, I mean, not the, definitely not the way like it, it happened. Cause mm. I, I went down there and I was, I mean, I was down there by myself pretty much all day. And mm. then I called my friend Ice to come. Um, just, I was like, yo, you got to come check it out. And then uh, he came down and he, he wanted to add a little thing and he, um, mm. just write like rest in peace, Nipsey. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. Like, mm. let's just, I don't know. I always love working with him anyways. Right. So we added, he added that in. And then by the time he got there and was doing that, then like, there was this one lady that uh she parked her car like in the middle of the road and just like ran out and she's like oh my god like she started taking pictures and like mm. i guess she put it on facebook and mm. then just like started snowballing from there and people were within the next hour they were like oh i came from new haven or like oh, coming shit. from all over the places because they saw it on facebook and they're mm. like i had to be here to see this and then 
by the end of the day, I was I probably left around like seven. There was like over a hundred people just all behind me, like people just watching you. Yeah, people pu- pulled up their cars everywhere. We were like playing like nip as loud as they could yeah, play it, yeah. and just like people were, had their motorcycles like spinning donuts, like making smoke, and just like it was mm. like this crazy thing. And uh, it just like it just grew and built so naturally and spread across the whole country within like a few hours. It was pretty cool. Yeah, that's kind of like a worldwide like piece that people like hold in high regard because i've seen it like on complex i've seen it on like different hip-hop websites i know red man was here he took a picture in yeah. front of it like different rappers like people use that spot as like a photo shoot opportunity now now yeah. what was the thought process like behind the whole mural like did you so when you went down there what was the thought process was it like all right i'm gonna use this picture specifically i'm gonna you know use these colors i'm gonna use you know this backdrop or was it just like i'm down here i'm just gonna do something it was like I kind of like I thought about it bef- at first. Like I, I was going through some pictures mm. of him because like so I heard he when he like died. Then I think I did the mural maybe like a, a day or two later, mm. and I just like I don't know when I heard he died that like my friend Ed like always he he showed me all these Nipsey stuff before and mm. like I just always been a fan of him and respected him as a person like even more so than his music or anything right and like. I don't know. I just like I thought that everything he stood for and was about was just like really cool, and like I felt like we were like a kindred spirit, just kind of like cut from the same cloth, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I just wanted to do something cool to just like honor him and just kind of like show him respect and like keep his legacy and whatever thing he stood for going. Mm-hmm. So I figured like I don't know that spot in the skate park was just like a, a spot I knew. So I was like, right, I'm gonna go down there and just yeah. Do that's it. the thing. Like, what made you choose the skate park? Like, it's what? just because like. Well, I had a piece there before that was like, it was a Marlon Wayne's piece I did. Mm. Um, it was like Loke Dog from Don't Be a Menace. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I, I did that down there and then that was up for like probably two years it ran. It was like, it was one of the mm. longest things that ran there. I don't know. People, people really loved it. And then it started slowly getting covered over. Mm. So then I just figured it'd be cool to go back down to that spot and do something cool again. Mm. And um, I, I didn't even know where else to, where else I would even try to like paint it because mm. like sometimes it's hard to get a building you have to go through all these yeah, like, things yeah. in the city and stuff mm. so that's that skate park is just like a spot where you can paint anytime you want mm. so i figured that's kind of the perfect thing just to go do it and see what happens and i figured like people in the community might see it and respect it mm-hmm. but i never thought it would be like that big of a scale like, so that like yeah. it's, it's it's like i said it's reached a damn near worldwide where like this is the mural that people see when they think of nipsey obviously you have the ones in la but this one is like so we got some shit from the east coast in Connecticut, where people don't actually expect something like that to pop up in. Exactly. So, now, how are you handling all this fame and exposure now? I mean, it's I, I still like to just stay the same, yeah. doing the same stuff as but, whatever, but... But can you, though? Like, like I said, you're doing all these interviews. Like, people actually know who you are now. Now you're tied to this Nipsey mural for as long as it's up or just, you know, as long as, like, Nipsey is, like, a hot-button topic. Yeah. Like, how are you handling this? I don't know. Just, it's like, it's kind of weird for me because like, I'm like a person that like, I don't even really like to be like in the spotlight mm. kind of thing. Like, I'm just always that dude that like, I've always been like a quiet dude and just like to mm, kind of be in the background, yeah, be in you know? the corner, just, just do your own thing. Yeah. So I, like, I can handle it. But then at the same time, it's like, I don't even, I'm not looking for all this like crazy fame and like yeah stuff that comes along with it. Like, I'm still just going to go with the flow and do whatever pieces i feel are are right because i've gotten like there's been hundreds of like messages and stuff i've gotten from people mm. but 
I don't know, just a lot of the stuff is just not stuff I'm looking for. It's got to be like the right project, you know? Right. Now, okay, so how many people have reached out to you like, yo, can you do something for me? And like, what's your price? Have people tried to like hit you with that? A lot of that, yeah. And it's like, it's hard because like, I just don't want to be like that, like a commissioned artist that's just going to like yeah. do like everybody's family portrait or something like that. <laughs> right, like, right. I got I have my own stuff that I want to do. And it's mm. just like, like some of that stuff's cool sometimes and you know, you need to make money and everything, but mm. it's like, it'll just take away so much from your own artistic, like yeah. creativity. Start to get burnt out. Start, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you can't, you can never always make everyone happy. So it's hard to like pick and choose being like, Oh, you don't want to start doing some stuff for some people and then leave some people hanging. Yeah. yeah. And like, I know a lot of people kept asking me if uh, I could do different murals of people that died and stuff mm. at the skate park. And mm. I just don't, I don't want to be like that kind of artist either. Like a, this is like this RIP artist that's going to paint everybody that, passes and whatever you know mm. now now how long did did the mural take i was down there it's probably i got there at like 10 in the morning and finished around like six seven so like something like eight hours maybe oh shit damn damn yeah so from okay so you planned it out that tuesday and just went down there sketched it out did yeah. it and done by six yeah pretty much yeah that's fucking god yeah <laughs> i'm in the wrong fucking business so <laughs> Because that's another thing, too, like why I didn't want to kind of do this interview. Because I, I was like, I know Corey's burnt out. He's been doing all these interviews. He's been getting messages from this, that, and the third. Nah, he's been man. on this outlet and that outlet. I'm like, why the fuck you want to come talk to me? Like, I don't want to. He's probably, I'm probably going to ask him the same shit that everybody's asked him already. He's probably don't want to answer it. So, no, no, I, I appreciate it. But nah, I felt bad, too, because like, I know you were one of the first people that like actually reached out to me. So that's mm. why, like, your thing was at the bottom of my whole yeah. message. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, like to hop on the gravy train and shit. I just see dope shit. I'm like, oh, I like Corey. I like I like what he's doing. Then like, I I saw the mural at first, right, and, and then I went down your page. I was like, oh, he's really talented. Like, this ain't just no like no flash in the pan shit. Thanks. So I was like, all right, I want to talk to Corey. But then I started to see the reaction it was getting. I was like, oh, I'm never gonna talk to Corey. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad you're here now. No, definitely, man. Yeah, no, I. I, I always feel bad too like I want to be able to reach out to everybody that like mm. I don't know I just like I'm just so really so bad with all that like yeah. the internet stuff I mean I, I get it You, I mean now you might have to get somebody to handle your social media and things like that but yep. you know if you if you want to make make more money and, and like the opportunities that are gonna come you gotta kinda play the internet game a lot of people don't wanna play the internet game it's like yeah I just wanna create and just stay out the way but exactly. you know at some point you know you should capitalize on your on your gift and your talent yeah you know, you don't have to but no you know. that yeah i'm starting to realize that more too because it's like it's hard even like before before any of this stuff happened like mm. little opportunities that would come and things that would happen like i just like i always feel like i don't know there's something inside me that would be like i don't want to like sell out and like become yeah, one of those yeah, people, yeah. you know so it's like that's always in you mm. but at the same time you do need to like be able to take a step forward to be able to kind of like expand yourself right and I don't know, try to like keep that growing. And especially if that's what you want to do and you got to like be able to make some money and be able to provide or whatever for mm -hmm. some stuff. So yeah, the world needs, needs to see this talent. So, yeah, you know, however you. you get it out there, whether it be the internet or just people in the, in the area, this talent needs to get out there. Now uh, you mentioned uh, like the Hartford um, area and they, everybody want you to do like the RIP murals. Now, what about the Hartford backlash that, that you've gotten? Like how, yeah. To, to to what extent have you gotten the backlash where it's like, oh, Nipsey shouldn't be up there. It should be such and such. And yeah. I feel like it's like there's always going to be haters no matter what. Mm. So like people, you know, like just you even see on the Internet, there's always like some dude like trolling on something and right. he's going to say whatever. 
So like, yeah, I can't really pay attention to it too much, but I don't know. There, there's been like, I feel like it, it happens a lot in Hartford too, where it's just like, mm. like crabs in a bucket, you know, and that everybody's just trying to like bring everybody down. Right, like, right. I don't know. It's I just got I try to just keep it positive and just keep going forward and even take anything like when this girl came and tagged it or whatever, like <laughs> any of the negative stuff, just try to like spin it to a positive and mm. just like keep pushing. Now, let's see. It's almost two o'clock. All right, let's try to fit this in before you call. So now you've had an interesting weekend where it's like Saturday, the Jay-Z B-Sides happen at Webster Hall and he does that freestyle about Nipsey. That goes viral. Wake up Sunday. That's all over the place. Also Sunday is this. I'm trying to refrain from using the word, bitch. Yeah. I'm trying to use it less in my vocab. Not because I have daughters, but just because I like. Yeah, just it's, it's just an ugly word. Yeah. But this little girl, right? So she found it. She something something in her brain said. After she had an argument, supposedly, well, well, the story is she had an argument with her boyfriend or something like that, and she decided to go down to the skate park and deface this mural, this this mural that you put so many hours into, this this mural that everyone in the world is, you know, just gleaming over, and she decides to go down there with a couple of spray cans and just deface it and do whatever she wants, and then the part that makes me even more upset is while she's down there doing it, people are actually filming it. Now, I'm glad that they caught her and they know who it is, but why the fuck is it anyone doing anything? I'm yeah. not saying beat her up. I'm not saying put hands on her. I'm not saying any type of violence, but do stop yeah. her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Knock the paint cans out of hand. <laughs> Throw them across the street. Something. Everybody's just sitting there wanting a viral moment. Now the girl that puts it up on Facebook, now she looks like a dumbass because it's like, you saying all this stuff, you recording it for what? Because yeah, you like, trying to catch a viral moment? Yeah, exactly. Well? It's like everyone, like... Now, did you hear about it being defaced first or did you see the video first? I heard about it first. My friend, like, because I was out all day that day. I was at um at a concert mm. in uh, Holyoke in Mass and I was just, like, hanging out. So I wasn't paying attention to anything. Okay. And then um my friend called me, like, late at night when I got home and he was like, yo, did you see what happened? And I was like, no, nah, I don't know. Mm. And then he told me, like, the whole story and then he sent me, like, some of the videos. He's like, yeah, check Instagram. It's going crazy. Like, this girl's, like, mm. people are going crazy over here. And then I saw it. And then I, I don't know, I, I could just tell like she just kind of like yeah. probably just young and immature and like doesn't really realize what she's doing and like the way it affected people. But we can, at, at a certain point, we have to stop blaming people's stupidity on immaturity. Exactly. Where it's like, okay, everyone has Instagram, Twitter, some type of social media. You know the word on, on the street. Even if you don't have social media, you know the word on the street. Nipsey just passed uh, this month still, so it's still fresh in, in everyone's mind. Everyone's still a little hurt. And then you see this beautiful, beautiful mural that this man took his time to go do. Everybody, like I said, rappers, uh, you know, different media outlets is just showing love to his mural and you go down there with your stupid ass and just like hey you know what i'm gonna do this now do you think she was doing it for the attention or you think she was doing it because of like a dare because i don't i don't know the real story of why she did it yeah hopefully that comes to light some sometime soon but why do you think she did it i really think i think it's a little of both like i think it's like obviously that that mural's huge right now so like mm. it's out there so like if she goes over it then it's like it's gonna be seen because and then uh, I don't know. She's gonna get attention from it. And I really, it's probably she's just looking for like some Instagram fame or mm. like something, you know? Because like even on the video, I saw like she was like, "Oh, I'm f follow me on yeah, Facebook." Yeah, follow me on. Oh my god, like, it's crazy. I'm bleeping that out. We not we, we not yeah. we not giving her no shine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, what was your first thought when you 
saw it and heard about it i mean it's like i don't know i i, I expect like being at a park like that like maybe eventually it might get covered or mm. something because like that is a public spot where like people can just come and like there's not that much wall space so like mm. people stuff get covered eventually but i really felt like that piece was like something that really touched the community in a different kind of way so i thought like no one would touch it for a while at least mm. but that's where this comes in like when she's like I, I feel like it's almost like a bigger thing like she's like oh you don't you you think i won't so she's gonna do it to try yeah. to like prove a point and it's just like what are you proving a point to though like you're just it's not because it's against me whatever that's cool or like nipsey mm. it's like i feel like it's bigger than that now though because it's more like it's not even about me or nipsey or anything it's more mm. about the community yeah. and like bringing it together and if that mural is something that can do that and like they people were coming down there they said like every day of the week they would just come down just yeah. to look at it like mm. process their thoughts and whatever so like if, mm. if that's something that can do that like why why are you trying to Man, ruin that you know devil was working overtime and i don't i don't know what's going through people's head i don't know what type I, and, and i heard she's not even from the community I, I heard she's from like like the 203 area i heard she went up there just like on a whim and just did this shit really yeah that's crazy now um matter of fact before we get into that so we're gonna take a break right now because Corey's a busy man you know a <laughs> lot of lot of shit going on Corey. So, so what we gonna do right now first time in domino effect history matter of fact we're gonna take a break right now so we gonna <laughs> my bad man no nah, no nah, yo my brother do what you gotta <laughs> do so we're gonna take a break right now and we'll be right back with uh more Corey Payne. back all right so we're still here with Corey Payne so now we left off on talking about the uh, Nipsey mural that was defaced and you know how the girl had no I guess no uh what's the word I'm looking for she didn't give a fuck about it is what I want to say like she she didn't give a fuck about she didn't give a fuck about the community she didn't give a fuck about your hard work she didn't give a fuck about Nipsey what it seems like now if there's anything you could say to her or want to say to her what would it be if if there's anything you want to say to her? I don't I don't even know. I mean, <laughs> like I, I'm sure. Like I just heard one of my friends told me that she was going on the radio on ninety three seven to talk about it, okay. which I thought was funny because like I was just on that radio yesterday. Now, uh, uh, Corey, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you listen to my show or not, yeah. <laughs> but I got a certain disdain with Hot ninety three point seven. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. Now for them to have Corey, you on there twice, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, right? you and they want there. me to come tomorrow too, <laughs> dog. So. <laughs> you were on there talking about the mural, talking about how it was vandalized, and now they're now they quote unquote. I don't know if it's confirmed or not. She might have been on it. She might have not been. I don't know. I haven't heard it. But if she was on that goddamn radio station, there's something we have to do at Hot ninety three seven because we cannot give these type of people clout. We cannot give exactly. these type of people fame. There there have been too many instances where we given these dumb people, given dumb people around the world internet fame and then they blow up the beast we we got to stop congratulating ignorance giving them a platform even me sharing it the other day i felt a certain uh like why am i doing this like yeah because it just gives her that like it it just gives her more shine i just i just thought it was so messed up that it happened and i was I, i was honestly hurt because one just because I love Nipsey too, the hard work I know you put into it. And three, yep. I wanted to go up there and see it. Yeah. So for it to be defaced like that and then for people to actually give her a platform to go up there and to ask her questions why, 
fuck petitioning on trying to keep you know the mural up and this that and the third we need to do something behind 97 b yeah. Like, I'm, 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 I'm reaching my boiling point with them. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I think really, it doesn't even matter what the what her answer is. Like, she did it, and it's like there's no there's good excuse for it. So no it excuse. For it's it. like just gossip anyway. It doesn't matter. Like, yes. you know? And then the like it. What's the story that can come from this? Her being on the radio and saying why she did it. What's gonna happen? Like, yeah, we, like we, I'm not gonna cause a like. It's not gonna cause some beef with me. Like, I'm just I forget about her. Like, she's it's exactly, already over. Exactly, it's over. Cause <laughs> you know, even though the devil the devil tried, the community came to the rescue and actually fixed the mural. Yeah. So shout out to Joey Bats, who's been on the Domino Effect podcast. Shout out to whoever else was was out there and decided to you know uh, paint the mural and cover up all that graffiti that she put on there. Now, did you have a plan? Like when you saw the face like that, did, did you have a plan to go and fix it, or you was just like, I was talking like just because so many people reached out to me and were telling me how important it was to them. Mm. I was like, all right, well, I, you know, like I I could I knew it wasn't going to be that hard to, to fix. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, all right, I can go back and fix it, but I'll just do it like pretty much that one time like i don't want to be yeah. like keep doing it over yeah, and like over and over again. and just like because it's I, I feel like i already made my point yeah and like it affected people in a cool way so like there's no point for me to like just keep going back and like i don't know i didn't almost at the same time i wouldn't want to redo it to give someone else like the shine to like go and do something again and then exactly like, i don't know did that at all like deter you from i guess you know doing nice things for the community where it's like yo we can't have nothing nice if, if this is gonna happen every time i try to do something in the, in the community it, it, is it even it's, worth it yeah no i mean i could see where like it's it's easy to feel like that too but mm. like at the same time like i i don't know i think i would still want to keep doing something you got to keep just trying at least and like whether mm. people are going to do that or not that's up that's not up to you mm. but like it's, if you got to keep you got to keep trying to be positive and push stuff out there and try to bring the community together so mm. Yeah, because the community came to the rescue at, like, the right time. Like, I didn't think... Yeah. I thought something was going to happen to her before... Yeah, I saw, like, things on Facebook and stuff. There were, like, like a uh, GoFundMe page for, like, 10, 20 grand for, like, who, so like whoever brings me her head. Or, like, yeah, I'm like, dude, that's crazy. It's, like, it's, it's, it's wildness because, like, people actually... Like, people really love that mural. And then the fact that the connection that they have to Nipsey Hussle, be it, you know, with his music or with his entrepreneur spirit or just... The, the things he put out there before is untimely passing is just the fact that we have something in Connecticut because we don't have a lot. We don't have yeah. a lot to like draw the inspiration from. So to see that and then just to have it defaced like that, that just brought everybody to like a not to the like to the day he died, but it kind of brought him back to like, like, why? Like, we can't exactly. Yeah, we can't have anything good, man. I know that's why it's it's so hard in, in Connecticut. Like I was talking with my brother about this, and mm -hmm. he was just saying like I remember a couple years ago Dave Chappelle came here, yeah, and he like he stopped his set early and was like he he left and he couldn't handle it. And then he, he went out like mm -hmm. out of his way afterwards to say like yo if there's any one place in the world that he would want an atomic bomb dropped, he said it would be Hartford, Connecticut. And I'm like damn, it's, yeah, that's I mean, just like the feeling that people <laughs> get. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of crap. It's a lot of the crab is in a bucket mentality when it comes to Connecticut. I, I'm yeah. pretty sure it's it's in it's in other cities and states and metropolitan areas, but it just seems like because we're in this condensed area and like no one's really like, I want to say made it out and put the stamp like, hey, I'm from Connecticut. Yeah. I do this and I'm from Connecticut, but every time someone gets to that, to the top of the barrel, we just seem to just yeah. yank them back And this down. is like, people were just saying stuff like with, with me painting the Nipsey thing and stuff like, first of all, like, why would I paint it? And they look at mm. me like just some white dude with long hair. Like, why, what do yeah. I know about Nip or like about like hip hop yeah, or mean, whatever? And it's just, I don't know. You're making like assumptions mm. and then 
people are like just get like oh if you're gonna paint nip what is he done for hartford or like uh you can't even paint someone from your own hood or whatever mm. and it's like i don't even know those other people though like so how am i gonna like i don't have a connection to them so why would i even know to paint that point blank period they mm. don't fucking deserve murals yeah exactly they haven't done anything to the community all they did was terrorize the community and then now you want them to put a, a, a mural up because they made a couple of catchy songs and they happen to pass away or who or whoever you want a, a, a fucking picture of put up on a wall yeah. you do it you find somebody to do it you find somebody as great of an artist as Corey and tell him to tag somewhere in his neighborhood or where this person passed at don't I felt like the outrage was just that Nipsey's not from this coast he's not from Connecticut and then you know all these people have passed in Hartford unfortunately and it's like they they've made a stamp on the community music wise, but it's just like it's just that it's that it's that little blip on a the radar. There's nothing on this wide grand scale that you need a yeah. mural or something. Exactly. You, you you should always be remembered, but you don't deserve like a mural. You don't like deserve that. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. In that in that capacity, but I mean, like I don't want nobody to take that in the in, in the wrong way. Like you know. Yeah, your loved ones pass, you know, you feel sorrow, sorrow, you want to mourn, but everyone doesn't deserve that grandiose gesture of um, a mural of, of that stature and then to get that worldwide recognition. And yeah, it's just exactly. It's not going to be the same anyways. It's like, not because like people were saying that about Nipsey being a celebrity and stuff and like being mm. like, oh, I'm just like a whatever, like dick rider like yeah. clout chaser being nah, like man. It's, it's it's trust me Corey. like yo if if we'd have felt some type of way we'd have got you out the paint a long time ago yeah like yeah. like we'd, <laughs> we'd say yo fuck Corey now nah, he clout chasing now nah, he doing exactly, this yeah. that, and the third but i'm i'm kind of glad i caught on to the wave of Corey Payne like late because like i said I, I really love art and to find out about you through that i'm like damn why didn't i know about Corey before he did like i'd have probably had him on the show like a year ago yeah, if i'd have well, known thanks, about man. Corey. but you know it's whatever so what's what's next for Corey Payne? can we can we talk about the call you just had or no nothing's like i mean finalized? it's not official yet but i think it's gonna happen so uh okay so i was that was just like the cirque du soleil they're coming to hartford um it's it's kind of near like the the yard goats baseball stadium mm-hmm. i guess they're gonna build like this whole crazy like tent kind of thing that I, I think they did it like eight years ago they said okay and uh they wanted me to do a mural like for the special event that they're doing. Like, it's a it's like a mexican theme i guess mm. and um so that was like one cool kind of bigger call that i got after this whole thing and mm. um i'm not sure if they saw the nipsey painting or like how they really saw my art but they mm. they reached out and said they're like big fans of my work and they just wanted to collaborate with me so i thought that was cool and I mean, that's something I've always like thought the Cirque du Soleil thing like looked mm. cool. I never seen it, but right? I, I don't know. It's just something I was like kind of excited about to do. Mm. So uh, I don't know. I like when things like that happen. Just kind of like they flow in, and I feel like it's just whatever comes your way is just kind of like meant to be. That's amazing, man! Congratulations! Thank you! Congratulations on all your success that you've been having. Now, what type of like <clears throat> like DMs or calls have you gotten with like the past like few weeks? I mean, a lot of it. Like it's, uh, a lot of, it, especially on Instagram and everything, it's all just been like, "Oh, can you, can you paint like my, uh, my brother, or my grandma that like passed away?" And some of them mm. want murals, some of them don't. Some like some well, people want logos. Well, were any like celebs like reach out to you like when the, in, the, yeah. in the DM like, "Yo, that's that's dope." I had um, Lil Bow Wow send mm. me a message. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> Shad Mo. <But>, yeah. <laughs> so he said he wanted me to paint his whole house in Atlanta. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really. Oh shit! Anybody else? Um, that was probably like the biggest like 
celebrity mm. person. Okay. Um, I mean, would you consider it though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Like, mm. there's certain like some some things like that. I would I would consider it to be cool, but then like it's it, no matter who it is, whether it's a celebrity or not, like it just has to be the right time and the right project sometimes. Because like at the same time, like like I was saying before, I don't want to be like this commission artist that's just doing everyone else's ideas. Like I got my own stuff I want to do too, and. Mm um but yeah like you have to you have to be smart about i don't know taking mm. the right things i guess too so okay now are you open to collaborations with other artists as well definitely yeah i love that like even if it's not like a visual art to visual art like painter to painter kind of thing like collaborating mm. with musicians or like something that's even different like maybe like how this Cirque du Soleil thing was working out like mm. collaborating with people that do it's like still a form of art like dancing and things where you can collaborate and make something cool mm-hmm Okay, yeah, because I I need I need G to hire you to do something because you know this this white yeah, thing because because people come here and don't know it's a fucking studio. I need you to pay something that says like G Studio, yeah, something <laughs> on the outside of this shit. G, I'm pretty sure you you know the brother. You probably can get his number after this shit. Yeah, hook nah, him I up, got man. You, man. I got you. Yeah, something, <laughs> man. <laughs> so 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 what's next for Corey Payne other than like Cirque du Soleil? Yeah, <laughs> like what's 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 next for Corey? So I mean, I just wanted like. Keep it, keep stuff like just kind of going with the flow, whatever, whatever comes my way, I guess, like mm. that I like. And I, I really love being able to travel. And I think being able to travel around to different places and do murals, especially, mm. is like something I would really love because it can, I can like, I feel like it can change space of like so many different places and mm. like affect people from all over in different ways. And like someone was telling me before, like having murals like really marks like your stamp on like the world because it's like something that's out there and it's big like mm. permanently in this place and i don't know i just think there's something cool about that that really affects people right now where's the craziest place that your art has taken you physically like where have you been because of your art so i did uh i did a, like a bike trip with one of my friends um a couple years ago and we rode our bike like bicycle mm. from uh connecticut and rode all the way across the country and like I just did like I had like a book, like a sketchbook and stuff, mm. and I just kept doing art from all different like places I see I saw or like people I met and everything. Mm. And I would just use like whatever I found along the way. Like if I had like pens, like I stole a pen from like a restaurant or something. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Or like I would use ketchup and hot sauce and like just whatever I had to like to mm. paint with. Mm. And it was just like a it became this really cool thing in the end, like this book. And I, I've been trying to I, I wrote every day like a journal kind of thing. And did the drawings and stuff and i was i was really trying to like put it together and make like a book of like my journey and just mm. kind of i don't know i thought that was like a really cool process mm. dope man all right so where can people uh find you on the social medias and stuff like that where can they look at your art and get into contact you get into contact with you if they want to so i have instagram is just cory Payne art mm. like at cory Payne art so c-o-r-e-y-p-a-n-e mm-hmm. and then art um my website is the same thing, CoreyPainArt.com. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you can check out my stuff on there. Reach out to me on there. Busy, busy brother. So I want to say, again, congratulations to you and all your success and everything that's to come in the future. Thanks, man. Corey, Thanks for having me on, too. Like, yeah, I'm no sorry problem. it took me so long to get back. No, it's, yo, yo I, it, it's very ser- serendipitous that it happened like after the mural was defaced and then to get you on to talk about it because, yeah. you know, it's, it, it's, it's funny how shit works, man. 
But, you know, you, you're doing a, a great thing out here. Corey Payne bringing pleasure to everyone out there. They just, you're just uplifting everybody. That's the name of this fucking episode. Pain is pleasure. Boom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, thank so, you, so, like I said, you just bring in like this joy to everyone and everyone can look at that mural and I guess can get some type of peace uh, or reassurance that, because like that, like I said, that, that piece has brought a lot of people together and it's just like a symbol that we have in Hartford. Hopefully we can sign up, we, we can have a petition to have that just remain up there and, you know, protect yeah. it somehow. So, you know, I heard a couple people talking about it. Hopefully we can get that, get that into action and whatever I can do, I'm going to try to, you know, to make sure more people know about Corey Payne and his artwork and especially that Nips, that uh, Nipsey mural. Thanks, so man. Yeah, I think it's something that like just happen to put Hartford on the map so mm -hmm. like to be able to keep it going if it can still affect people then that's really cool we needed something man yeah so alright so <clears throat> y'all can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HK underscore Domino Domino underscore effect underscore podcast on Instagram Domino effect pod on Twitter uh what else uh you can listen to my other podcast three ninjas podcast that's also on soundcloud itunes google play stitcher spotify youtube iHeartRadio. um visit our youtube three ninjas podcast um that's basically it so one thing's for certain we too much for these niggas and three much for these hoes i go by the name of domino that's Corey payne grayson come here <laughs> Come here for a second. Just playing her game. <laughs> Please? I, I need you to say something. Come here. All right. So, I need you to say something for me, all right? Please? Real quick. I need you to say one thing. So, I go by the name of Domino. That's Corey Payne. And we out of here. I, I, I need you to say we out of here. We out of here. All right. Domino, motherfucker, what's happening? <laughs>
know, motherfuckers, what's happening? C'est tout.